There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope that you enjoy the show. If you didn't hear some of it and you want to go back and listen, subscribe to our podcast at mytalk1071.com. Find Bradley and Dawn, and it is there for you. Okay. Um, this is a story, and it is out of Seattle. It is a story about The Walking Dead. Now, The Walking Dead... Um, the zombie TV the show. The zombie TV show that started on, on AMC a long time ago will never die. It is literally a zombie show. It should have ended. It did end, finally, the main series, but then there are all these spinoffs. Uh, we have The Walking Dead, Dead City, The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. We have Rick and Michonne. We have more tales from The Walking Dead universe. So these are the spinoff shows of Walking Dead that, I mean, there are more, but they're, you know, some of them have already ended. So these are the ones coming up. So um, a place that specializes in lawn care has done a survey about which cities are the best to survive a zombie apocalypse. Oh, okay. It's called Lawn Love. Now, before the show, I read these articles and I thought Lawn Love was the name of a new spinoff. Yeah, when we were prepping for the show, I was like, what's Lawn Love? You're like, oh, that's the name of the spinoff. I'm like, they're Um, called a zombie spinoff Lawn Love? I was like, okay, all right. No, Lawn Love, honey, they're the ones who did this survey, which is a common move these days. If you want to get attention, yeah, you just fund a study. That's true. So this is pretty interesting. Um, we have, the, and they're legitimate, like, you know, even though it's a lawn company. Legitimate. It's yeah. legitimate, like, things that are specific about certain cities, and they ranked them. Meaning so, they, they looked at actual metrics and actual applied them facts. to the idea that if zombies were going to apocalypse that uh, those metrics would aid that city in preventing an outbreak. Yes. They, such as? Like, such as, like, do you have access to health care? How many hunting stores are there? How many grocery stores? I can tell you that Minnesota uh, ranked specifically the Twin Cities, St. Paul and Minneapolis. They took first and second places for infrastructure hmm. because we have the most hideout type of places. That means we have many homes featuring basements, full kitchens, and plumbing facilities. (laughs) And the most unique thing about us is that we have unique skyway systems 
connecting downtown city blocks with enclosed footbridges. So the Minneapolis Skyway system is 9.5 miles long. And then the St. Paul Skyway has five miles of Skyway. And that's what makes us. So they're saying that we can keep zombies out of the skyways. That's the that's the thing about it. It's like if we could keep them out. And just have them on I don't know, the ground. Have you seen zombie movies? They seem real good they'll at get moving. In. Yeah. yeah, they'll get in. We're I mean, there's literally even a part of The Walking Dead where they're in a skyway. And you're like, oh, God. You know, that's literally was a part of one of the seasons. But, um, and they didn't make it. <laughs> Not the zombies, the people. It looks like overall Minneapolis was 26th on the list. Yes. Yes. And I don't even see St. Paul 55, is 55. Yeah. Which, you know, they're ranking tons of cities in the U.S. So the top 10 best cities for surviving a zombie, a zombie apocalypse were Houston, Texas, New York, New York, San Antonio, Texas, Miami, Los Angeles, Austin, San Diego, Las Vegas, Chicago, and Orlando. I mean, big cities. Big cities, yeah. And yeah. also, you see all those Texas ones on there? That's because they have the most sporting goods stores. What the heck does that have to do with zombies? Um, oh, guns. Double tap. Well, yeah, does it surprise us that Texas would yeah. have <laughs> access to a lot of guns? Probably not. We also have them mention the fact that preparedness, um, Mormons actually rank the highest for that category. Oh, sure. Because they're stockpiling things. And so they would have the most, yeah. most preparedness. Yeah, I'm a Mormon. A, I'm a pseudo Mormon because yeah. I have my own little pantry downstairs. We would definitely be good for six months. Yeah. After that, I'm not so sure. Right. So I just have to keep the zombies out for six months. Then right. all bets are off. Here's the thing. And Kenny from Krabby Coffee Shop and the Morning Show Traffic, we've talked about this a lot. In the event of an apocalypse, even if it's zombies, your biggest enemy is other people. Why? Because they're going to try to steal from you oh, yeah. and take your things. So yeah. you better be prepared to fight. Yeah, you got to kill people. That's kind yeah. of where we were going with it. You and then to. John Height just laughs <laughs> because he's very sweet. So <laughs> No, I would not be able to. I wouldn't survive very long in a zombie apocalypse. Of course you would. Just buy some cigarettes now and you can trade them for buy all c- kinds girl, of things. Girl, I'll make bread. I got canned stuff. People are going to steal that bread and run. I'm saying, no, look not. what you can get for one cigarette. I got mouse traps. I'm going to place mouse traps all around my house. Okay. So they'll try to come in and pass them. <laughs> a bunch out. of old cans to clink yeah. around to let yeah. you know somebody's on your property. Yeah. So we also have um, other things um, like they say you won't want to get caught in Times Square during <sighs> a zombie outbreak because even though New York ranked number two in this, you know, the cities that are the best to survive, it is the densest U.S. city. Um, it has a really high I'm sorry, vulnerability number. I would be number. literally the, I would be going out into the middle of nowhere, right? Like I'd Why? probably die five minutes later because there's no water or, you know, anything. But I'm just saying like getting away from a dense urban area would be my number one goal. That would be in the prepper palaces category. South Dakota is your best bet because okay. it has the world's largest off-the-grid bunker community. Oh. It has 575 comfortable bunker-style homes. I do so want to have. Now. I want to get one of those, like where you bury a bus in your backyard. Yeah, I want make one of meth. Oh, okay. sorry. That's, <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm from Missouri. Sorry, that's make... what meth addicts do. They bury like a bus. What? Yeah, they've, yeah. I mean, like they'll bury a VW bus, put a smokestack out of it. And if you can see a smokestack coming out of the 
ground. Don't get near mm-hmm. that. How does she know that? <laughs> I'm from Breaking Missouri. No. Oh, yeah. That happens. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Breaking Bad. I love how you say, I'm from Missouri. No, like, we're all li- supposed to know that that's a thing. Well, yeah. Missouri, my area code from back in the day, my 417, that's on the street. It's a That's a slang name for meth is 417. Oh, okay. And that's my old area code. It's not something to be proud of. No. Just down the street from where I lived, well, a meth house blew up. I don't want the meth bus. I want the, like, the, you know, bunker bus. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. not a bus. I want, because you can buy those, like, prefabricated bunkers that you bury underground. Yeah, in South Dakota. Yeah. I would love that. You can buy one right yeah. now. Plus, they're really easy. You know, then your home stays cool, mm-hmm. you know, because you're in the ground. That's geothermal. Great. And then you'll stay hot. In the winter, cool in the summer. Mm-hmm. Smart. Except you just don't want to be caught down there with people you don't like, like in uh, oh, Cloverfield. I ain't doing that. You ain't joining my thing unless you get prior <laughs> approval. Yeah, you got to run through a personality test. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do I pass? I, well, of course you would pass. Okay, good. What about Mike? Of course, of course Mike would pass. Okay, good. We're going to go straight Bill from The Last of Us on it. We're just going to build our own little city. Yeah, yeah, yeah fences yeah. up, and yeah, we'll be good. That's good. Let's get a cow down there too for beef, cattle, and milk. Some chickens for eggs. Yeah. So, if you want to know the worst, um, you can go to. I put this on our show links page. Well, um, we're. I, I love where we are. We're sort of like not at the tippy top, but we're not in the like we're not towards the middle to... or the bottom. So I think we've we're pretty well positioned here in Minneapolis. Absolutely. Uh, also, most... zombies would not come anywhere near us in the winter. Well, they don't have to worry about being cold. But they don't want to get frozen. Yeah, that's true. They would freeze. Sometimes yeah. that's a part. I mean, they've thought of everything with those shows. Yeah. Frozen zombies. There's a really good movie called Dead Snow about frozen Nazi zombies. Okay, great. You said really good. It is great. It's a great horror movie. Based on what? My opinion and critics of zombie movies. Okay. So as a zombie movie, mm-hmm. it's great. It's great. Okay. As a horror movie, it's also great. All right, when we come back, thank you, Dawn, for the latest on zombie alerts. Mm -hmm. When we come back, you're also going to give us the latest on AI music, apparently an AI-generated song featuring two very popular performers could win at the Grammys. You'll tell us why when we come back right here on My Talk. It's time to get serious about weight loss, isn't it? It's Don McLean for Olivia Weight Control Centers. If you're not feeling yourself, if you're feeling like you put all of your energy into your work or maybe your family, it's time to take time for yourself. And Olivia Weight Control Centers wants to help you with that. You can trust them because they were just named Minnesota's best weight loss program for the third year in a row. And I can tell you that they've been changing lives for 14 years. Uh, They've gotten this gold medal for three years in a row, and they want to give you three months free when you mention me. What makes it special is these are doctor-recommended programs, and you really just go in, and they give you so much advice on you tell them everything you have to do during the day, and they will make a plan for you. You know, that doesn't involve counting calories, which is great. You could do this with your partner as a couple, and you could lose weight together. So give them a call. Say, I want three months free. 855-GO-LIVIA, or you can go to Livia.com. That's three months free right now with Livia Weight Control Centers. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. There's a person, there's a person you may not know. His name is Harvey Mason Jr. Do you know who that is? No. He is the CEO of the Recording Academy. Why am I talking about him? Why are you talking about him? Well, because this is the time whenever people have submitted 
um, their nominations. They are um, doing that for, you know, it's people's publicists and record labels for song of the year. Uh, and the Grammys, the 66th Grammys are coming up next year. And an artist named Ghostwriter, an anonymous human creator, has submitted a song that he created kind of for song of the year and best rap song of the year. I'm talking about Harvey Mason Jr. because he thinks that it's pretty good song. These, this song is kind of stolen in a way because it's an AI generated track featuring the fake voice of Drake and the fake voice of Abel Tesfaye the weekend. Oh, weird. How is that possible? How it's can you do that? It's possible through AI. You know, you can take someone's voice and you can generate a song with it. We've seen this a couple of times, especially in this song. It is called Heart on My Sleeve. Can we listen to it? We or? can, yes. I came in with my ex like Selena the flex, bumping Justin Bieber but a fever and left she know what she need, I need her. She blessed, give it my best. I got my heart on my sleeve with a knife in my back. What's with that? Talking to a diva, yeah, she on my nerves. She think that I need her, kick her to the car. All I know is you could have had the world. Had the world, yeah, you were my world. These girls on my neck, these girls on my chest. Yeah, so this is one of those situations where they used AI to create the song, but the guy like created the song, but he used their AI-generated voices to do the song, right? It's, it's, it's not so just like convincing. he typed it in and said, do a duet no, no, with no. these two. He wrote the song. Yeah. He wrote the lyrics. He created the music track. And he just, in, his, in this AI-generated program, put Drake's voice... And said, I want Drake to sing these lyrics. I want The Weeknd to sing these lyrics. So, so how does the Grammys allow that? I don't know. That's my question. I am not for this. Because here we are. Yes, this guy created this song. But it would not have become famous or popular without the fake Drake and the fake Weeknd. Which, by the way, I feel like this guy has a bone to pick. Because both of those artists... They do not do Grammys anymore. They have said in the they will not participate. They think it's all a sham. We've had a lot of controversy surrounding the Grammys and how people get nominated. And both of them have said, we don't want them. We'll never participate. So it sounds like the Grammys is saying, well, he wrote the song, so he's eligible. This guy, Ghostwriter. Yeah. Right. So he is. But. He is nominated. You'd think for, that it wouldn't be allowed to be submitted because it has audio. Like you'd think there'd be a rule against audio that was not given. Like because I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's AI. Maybe it's because like there's didn't no give their law permission. against AI-generated audio. That's right. That so, sound like famous people. So that's why we need legislation to protect... You content creators because honestly if you listen to the song more than once they're they're singing about selena gomez 
And Drake and The Weeknd would not choose to do that. They're talk. He's making up stuff about like Drake being upset. I'm assuming it's Selena Gomez because he's talking about she's flexing when she comes in bumping Justin Bieber. Like it's clearly Selena Gomez. So it's like you are insinuating that these people care enough to write about Selena Gomez or have these feelings, and yeah. they probably don't. I feel like this is where we're headed. It's Until awful. there's like actual legislation to prevent this kind of behavior. Yeah. This is where you're headed. And also, I would imagine the Grammys as a sort of outfit of the recording industry is probably, oh, I don't know. It, it, this just seems very somebody's going to have to step up and do something about it, don't you think? Yeah. Because they can't, otherwise it's just going to be chaos. Well, right. And the record labels for both Drake and The Weeknd actually um, pulled this song. Well, I remember this story at the time when this song came out that they uh, were able to get people to stop from playing it because it did like sort of (laughs) make the rounds because people were like, this is amazing. This is awesome. It's a good song. Right. But, you know. Again, that's not a precedent you want to set because then people, you know, although let me say that there might be artists who are fine with this behavior, mm-hmm. but I, I would imagine you just need to get their permission, mm, right? right? Like if think about if you were an artist and a producer created this song mm-hmm. yeah. and gave you a cut of the sales, like it took off, you might be more inclined to be like, oh, actually. Yeah. I mean, for instance. But you'd have to give your permission. So Grimes that's exactly what she's done she said i want she's very out there when it comes to her idea of she loves the idea of robots and ai and that she wants the she wants there to be she kind of doesn't want to really be a a singer a musician she just wants other people to do it for her she's like i've moved on to other things please let's have a collective grimes just as an entity as a internet thing and she loves that it's like she's otherworldly which is fine but that's her consent right it is whereas drake and the weekend have not given their consent. Absolutely not. And especially for the lyrics. Like they didn't. Yeah. I, it, it's so, un, it's freaky how much it sounds like they just are singing the song. It's seamless. But I really personally don't think that this should be allowed to be. Yeah, you think nominated. the Grammys, I guess. But again, are they submitting it just as lyrics? No, as song of the year and rap song of the year. Oh. That, those are the categories seem that like it Ghostwriter qualify. has submitted, and I guess there are no, there are no rules against it right now. So it's really just I don't appreciate this guy, the CEO of the Grammys, like saying, "Yeah, it's really good; it could win." Like, dude, stop! Yeah. Just because they don't it's like the helping. Grammys anymore, like. Ugh. <sighs> Jofi, celebrities getting divorced. That's all we're doing right now here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And when we come back, Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner, one of them's a party person, one of them's a real family person. Which is it? Because the narratives are getting confused. Mm -hmm. Dawn will tell us why when we return. Hey guys, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Have you made your appointment yet? saying that in a weird voice because I want you to pay attention. I really want you to get an appointment on the books before the end of the year. You have been paying for those dental benefits all year. Put them to great use at one of the best dentists in the Twin Cities. I'm telling you, I love my experience with Dakota Dental. I would not tell you that if that were not the case. I have been there for a number of reasons, whether it's my regular checkup and cleaning or, you know, another procedure like a crown. I'm getting a dental implant. I've 
have had dental emergencies. I'm telling you, I've kind of run the gamut. So I know that when you walk through those doors of Dakota Dental, you truly are getting some of the best dental care in the Twin Cities. In fact, I would argue the state. So head to dakotadental.com, make your appointment before the end of the year, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. dakotadental.com. party animal and who is the homebody it's the i'm adventures. definitely the homebody <laughs> it's the adventures of bradley and dawn my talk 1071 we are talking about joe jonas and sophie turner oh those two yes he filed for divorce on tuesday well we saw this coming or mike rather did he's doing his victory lap still um uh, he so predicted tired. it yes yes <laughs> <laughs> so um this is during a tour This is whenever the Jonas Brothers are on tour. They were just at the Minnesota State Fair, actually. And within all of this, we learn that Joe Jonas is actually taking care of the two young kids, the three-year-old and the one-year-old. And some people are like, what? Then rumors started to circulate that the reason why they're getting divorced is because she is a party animal and she doesn't want to settle down. Yeah, the narrative is that that's the case, or at least that's one of the narratives that the tabloids are putting out. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't know about you. I've been around long enough to not really take what tabloids have to say at face value. Yeah, I mean, there's the real dark, dirty gossip that something happened on a ring camera. Well, yeah, that's not dark and dirty. That was on TMZ, splashed across the front of the... Uh, of TMZ that he heard or saw something on the ring camera. We're going to find out. That uh, led to the end of their marriage. And some people speculated it was a compromising position. Yeah, we don't know where the wing wing camera was. The wing camera? <laughs> you know, I'm hunting wabbit. Um, yeah, no, we don't know. We don't know if it's like a the, And it's hot gossip. Look, we don't believe everything we read, but when TMZ says something, I'm like, well, they somebody wants them to know that from the people involved. It's uh-huh. not just, you it know, wasn't her us weekly gossip. Right, right. So we had this narrative that she was a partier and she can't stop partying. And he's sitting at home with the kids and he's like, but please be a mother to our children. But now... Page well, and then six. there were all these people pushing back, like, you married a 20-something. Yeah. What do you expect? I said that a couple days ago. But did you? I did, but oh. now I regret it. Well, it's not that you should regret it. I'm just like, I feel like that seems like an easy way to put it. But, like, they have two kids together. She doesn't strike me as the person who is just not ready to settle down. Yeah. I mean. I think it was more than that is what I'm saying. Totally more than that. Um, but now that that conversation has entered the, you know, yeah. the, the cycle. Yeah. Um, now after three days of hearing that page six is like, oh no, 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 let's go back in time. Uh, and let's look at some interviews from the past and Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner together. So there was a TikTok video from 2020 and Joe and Sophie are on it. And somebody asked, who's the homebody in the relationship? And Joe Jonas clearly points to Sophie and she's laughing because she's like wearing pajamas. She's like, I love to stay at home. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then there was a whole interview with Conan O'Brien during the pandemic that she was enjoying the quarantine, which saying that is like, okay, that's a privileged thing to say. You might not want to say that when there are people literally dying, but (laughs) 
Uh, Let's get into what she really said. She said, I'm loving the quarantine. I'm an introvert. I'm a homebody. If I could stay at home all day, I would. So this is great for me. Um, Yeah, so pushing against the narrative. I think this is all a distraction because this, I don't think, is the reason. I don't think, I think they're happy we're talking about this, Mm. honestly. Okay. Because think about it. Like, this is low stakes. Like, one person wants to party. The other doesn't. Mm, who cheated on whom? Yeah, she hanging right? out with Danica Patrick, uh, Burning Man, in a with her crotchless outfit. panties. You I know, <laughs> I can't get over that. That was a still. story from earlier today. Um, um, but no, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just seems a little low stakes to be like one of them liked to party, the other didn't. Mm, I bet it's a little more serious than that. And here's why: you have two kids together, and they're young kids. They just had their second kid last July. That kid is just over a year old. Right. You don't divorce. For nothing. And remember, the statement they put out was so bland. And it was like, we've bu- in- intentionally, like, nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. It set, it used the words like amicably. Uh, I can't remember mutual what else. Agreement. Mutual Yeah, it was like a mutual agreement. They are both amicably, you know, whatever. I don't call me conspiratorial, John. Okay. But do you divorce just because you kind of want to stay home on a Saturday night and your partner doesn't? No. When you got two really young children and you're both very highly successful artists who have the ability to kind of like do whatever arrangement lifestyle wise you want. Right. It's not like you're like, oh, my God, who are we going to get to babysit? Like we all fall into that trap of doing that. Can't we down the street do it? Like Like, no. They don't have to deal with that because they could literally have... Babysitters, assistants, multiple homes, plane flights overnight. Like they could do all sorts of things to make whatever strains life might throw out their way work. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Maybe they're just selfish and full of themselves and didn't want to work on it. And maybe they're just bad people. I kind of don't think so. No. I kind of feel like they're both highly successful. They both love their children. Something happened. Something happened. Yeah. Now, we also heard, I brought a story earlier about how, you know, they want to make him look like this dutiful dad and poor Joe has the kids on the tour. Why isn't Sophie taking care of the kids? Like trying to paint her as a bad mother. But the report is like, guys, it's the best place for the kids to be because he performs at night for three, two to three hours. He's away. And on the tour are his other brothers, their wives Aunts and like the family yeah. is on the tour. Yeah. And so you are traveling, yes, with your kids on a tour, but they're surrounded by family yeah. and staff. She is in England. These filming. are little children. They're one and three. Yeah. So she is in England filming or she just got done filming um, a, a series called Joan and she's filming all day long on a set. So where would you rather the kids be with their aunts and uncles and like or alone on a film set or on a film set with a stranger yeah. i mean it's clearly the better choice for them to be on tour with their dad yeah. and again i you know who knows you could go many different directions but it just feels like there's something else they don't want us to know it we're gonna find out when we're, we're gonna find out camera. Camera. what camera oh the ring camera yeah. we're gonna find out i feel like we're gonna camera. find out we're gonna see it oh we're gonna see you think it. What is We're going to leak it. Do you think she was making out with someone? Maybe she, I remember in college, there were times where we this peed outside. You, Mike, <laughs> what? 
maybe she couldn't just, find her key. And she is in the bushes in front of the house. Yeah. Dawn, what does that have to do with Sophie Turner? I'm saying maybe she was drunk and on the ring camera, she peed outside because she couldn't find you her key You don't divorce somebody for peeing outside. It's fun. <laughs> what are you smoking? I mean, that goes along with drinking and partying. You're like, I can't but, make but it. But I am. told you, that's a distraction. It's not drinking and partying. Yeah. You don't divorce over that. <laughs> no. Let's talk about Emily, who has opinions. Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, yes. Thank Ratajkowski, you. Ratajkowski, however the hell you say your name. I don't know. It's Ratajkowski. Just she say Ratajkowski. She is Ratajkowski. She is talking, and we're like, she why is, is vague she talking? Booking. she's talking to directly to Sophie Turner and she's buying this whole falderall about Sophie likes to party, blah, blah, blah. Let's listen. She doesn't name Sophie, (laughs) but she's talking about Sophie. And then also we're just going to carve her and break it down. So it seems that a lot of ladies are getting divorced before they turn 30. And as someone who got married at 26 has been separated for a little over a year, 32 i have to tell you i don't think there's anything better if being in your 20s is the trenches there is nothing better than being in your 30s still being hot maybe having a little bit of your own money figuring out what you want to do with your life everything and having tried that married fantasy and realizing that it's maybe not all it's cracked up to be and then you've got your whole life still ahead of you um so for all of those people who are stressed or feeling stressed uh-huh. about that about being divorced like it's a it's it's good congratulations congratulations okay first of all <laughs> could she be projecting anymore <laughs> you're still hot you still she's ha- you talking have your own about money. herself she's like yeah and by the way she's in this video topless in, yeah, her, bed. in her bed just holding like, up she's, you know, you're, she's full britney in your 30s you're topless you're still hot you look amazing and also girl enjoy that while it lasts honey and what is a, what what's a marriage fantasy well uh, that's why oh it's like god she's talking about something that i don't I marriage didn't know fantasy existed. like no some people actually have marriages and and they're not fantasies and so. they have children and mm-hmm. it's no small thing to get divorced now again that's why i think she's just projecting this yeah. is about her oh. and the narrative that she wants you to know about her that she is still you know whatever because remember she got divorced from that creep sebastian mcclaird why was he a creep again oh god mike remind us i don't know he cheated uh, on her he also was like really he was yeah he, it was very because he was a film producer and there was some like casting <gasps> situations young and girls young girl it was not good. yeah Ew. oh yes yeah he's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah 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 he's yeah. a dirty dirty dog and he's gross so anyway, I'm really glad. Congratulations for getting away from that creeper. But to congratulate somebody, <laughs> congratulations, congratulations, you're still hot. I just thought, girl, you need to quiet down because this is not this is not the conversation. This is what you. happened. She's Don't like, insert I yourself. look really cute right now She's and like, I'm going to do a video. I'm hot and I have money and I'm doing my own thing. Bye. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to our own fantasy and when we come back, Mike will unleash his fantasy on us by spinning his game show. What on? It's so funny. You think this is just common to go? Mike's gonna release his fantasy uh, on yes. us? Well, his magic. You guys have no idea. I sit at night just thinking about game shows with you two. Releasing mm-hmm. his game show Look, fantasy. If Mike's uh, fetish involves game shows, uh, yes. that is the least creepy thing we've heard. <laughs>
The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 107.1. Thanks for joining us. It's the end of the show. We do this every single weekday with Mike. He spins his game show, Roulette Wheel. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is time Yay. once again for a little game show roulette. Spin the wheel, whichever game show it lands on. That's the game show we're playing today. There goes the wheel, and here comes our game for today. Oh, oh looky there. Oh, what is it? Yeah, supermarket sweet. Nice. Good oh, job. Okay. Getting better at that. Well, you know, eventually. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to be good at the game. Eventually, you're going to stop calling uh, the Family Feud theme The Price oh, is Right. I'm going to always do that. You did a really good job with Supermarket Sweep there. Yes. Yeah, we're going to play a little Supermarket Sweep today. Yeah. Cool. And uh, again, I've tried hard, but I don't have a... a, a uh, grocery store for you guys to run through so oh, we're not going to be able to do that but i'm um, still working on that sponsorship of a grocery store oh my god um, hey if you guys are listening <laughs> but so we're gonna do some of those uh, little games that they played before they got to run through it's like okay. uh, fill in the blank we've also got some commercials for the two of you to name so how it's going to work we're going to start with fill in the blank and each one of these are worth a point and if it comes down to it we also have three point commercials at the end Ooh, fun. so uh, it should be a good time uh let's get it started now, this is going to be one of those ring in when you know it. Okay. So when you think you know it, use your name as your buzzer. And uh, you don't like that, do you? It's okay. I can actually change it and have this no, just go everywhere. Don't other. change it for me. Just because I don't like something, I need to get over it. Okay? Yeah, you do. <laughs> Let's play okay. a little supermarket sweep. Okay. All I know is. I, I just need to lower my voice and say it louder. Okay. Well, you do whatever no, you need to I, do. I, I, don't think, I don't think it's a ring-in situation. Like, I'm pretty uh, fair down the line when oh, it comes to the ring-in. So, now, for example, this is the fill-in-the-blank game. So, like, in the past for this game, we've had Stephen Blank Crab. And that, of course, we're looking for the word king. Stephen King, King Crab. Yeah! Fill-in-the-blank. Yeah. How about Almond Blank of Cooking? Joy! There you go. That's what we're playing. Three and a half blank carrot. Sorry. Not three and a half. Sorry, I misread that. Three men and a blank carrot. Baby. Three men and a baby carrot. There you go. Those are some examples. Let's play the actual game. Are the uh, two of you ready? Yeah. Again, use your name as your buzzer when you think you know the answer. Let's get started with this one. Again, these are worth one point apiece, and I need to get a piece of paper so we can play. Here we go. Captain blank time. What? What? Don. Don. Captain crunch time. Nice yes, job. Queen. I said my I don't name. Know who but Bland you, Blad. is. But I said Bland. Bland. Okay. But did you know it? Yeah. Oh, Captain Crunch. Okay. Well, we need you to actually say your name when you ring in. That would I know. That would help know. if you if you did that. Uh, Don okay. takes the one O lead. How about this next one? Red blank in a china shop. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. It's bold. It is bold. Nicely done. Good they, job. They will get a little more difficult and be more All fun, right. I think, here in a second. Uh Hershey's blank on my list. Bradley Trainer. Bradley was first. Kiss. Kiss is correct. Nicely done. Nicely done. You've got a 2-1 lead. How about this one? Dr. Blank Pizza. Dr. Blank Pizza. Oh, Bradley. Oh, Don. Don. Dr. John's Pizza. What? You got a guess? (laughs) I was going to say Domino's. Dr. Pepperoni pizza. <laughs> Pepperoni. 
pepperoni okay. is the word I was looking for oh, there. Doctor Pepperoni. Doctor Peppa. Doctor Pepperoni Pizza. Pepperoni Pizza. Doctor Pepperoni Pizza. I thought that was. I think that's really is good. But it's all right. You know, it's a It's a stretch. It's a two. There's a couple. You were very confident too in your Doctor Papa John's. There's a couple in here. Well, Doctor John. That's an artist. But I just didn't have the pop. Stop it right now. It is. But Dr. Way, John is an artist. But John's Pizza? <laughs> Papa John's Papa. Pizza. I mean, that's Dr. Papa. Yeah. Oh. All right. There are a few of these that are a little bit of a stretch, but I had some fun with them. Let's I see like, what we can do. Like Here we go. Pepperoni. Reese's Blank of Me. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Peace. Of me, wow, yes. good job! I'm so glad you didn't say peace cups would, of me. Reese's cups of me. Peace would not have been enough. You needed oh. the pieces. Okay, here we go. Next one. Mm-hmm. Pop, blank, and crafts. Pop, blank, and crafts. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Arts. Uh, no. Pop. No. 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 Mike. Gone. Pop, blank, and crafts. Oh. Don. Yeah. Pop tarts and crafts. Tarts. Mike. What? <laughs> you got to get tarts it for, and crafts. It's got to work for both of them. It's a before and after. Tarts and crafts. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, this one you're going to love. Here we go. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it's three to two. Oreo blank wagon. Bradley. Bradley. <laughs> Oreo cookie speed wagon. <laughs> Don, you want to guess? Um, Based off what he just said? Um, uh, uh, yes. What is it? Oreo speed wagon. <laughs> well, okay, but how is it Oreo speed? Oreo is spelled O-R-E-O speed no, wagon. No, but what Oreo is speed before? Wagon. Oreo. Oreo speed is, it's for both. That was a weird one. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to but have no, some fun. Like, with the other ones, at least you had like what, this, like Oreo. So the S is How supposed to be. How about Oreo fudge wagon? <laughs> okay. That's a whole thing. All right. Let's move on to the next one. No one gets that point because that one was weird. Let's go to the next one. Ah, a sl- for effort. Slim blank beam. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Jim. Jim is correct. Oh, there you go. You got a four liquor. to two I lead. Liquor. We've got liquor. Two, we've got, I don't even know her. <laughs> We've got two more, then we're going to get to the commercials. Here we go. Sun Blank Ahoy. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Chips. Sun Chips Ahoy. Nicely done. And finally, here's our last one of the fill in the blank variety Kit Blank in the Hat. Dawn. Dawn. Cat. Kit Cat in a Hat. Why were you thinking? You thought way too hard about that. Nicely done. Uh, You were like checking your work. Yeah, I was. so it's five to three, and I said these uh, commercials are going to be worth three points apiece. We've got three of them. Oy. This is going to decide it all. all right, are right. the two of you ready? Yeah. I'm going to start playing a famous commercial. You ring in when you think you know what brand this commercial is for. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Here we go. Oops. Let me go this. I'm a big kid. Look what I can Don. Don. Toys R Us. Incorrect. Uh, let me keep it going. I Bradley Trainer. Big kid pants too. That's um, pull ups. It is. It's for huggies. Oh, huggies. Oh, huggies. It's for huggies. Good huggies, the brand. Huggies. Nobody got that one. That's all right. We'll move on to the next one again. These are worth three points. Diapers. Three piece of po- three points a piece, and uh, Bradley's got the five to three lead. All right. You next could do it, one. Right here. here we go. If you get this one, Bradley, you uh, shut Don out. Let's see uh, this one. 
Hold on for it. Okay, here we go. Don. Don. That is Subway $5 foot long. That is Five. Subway. Five that means it is all going to come down to this. The score is six no pressure, Don. to five. No that pressure, was worth three. Bradley. So, Bradley, if you get this right, you're going to win. If you uh, don't get it right and Don gets it right, she wins. If nobody gets it right, Don's going to win. She's got the lead. Here we go. Your last chance. We are going with a classic commercial to decide Supermarket Sweep. Are you two ready? Yep. No. <laughs> you're going to hear it anyway. Here we go. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That's uh, Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies oh, for the crap, win. By the way, the kid in that commercial looks so psychotic. Mm. Well, <laughs> all the sugar he was on. when he looks over at the Snap, Crackle, and Pop characters. Do you <sighs> remember for a while where they like, you can't have cartoon characters on cereal? And now they're back to it. They're like, who cares? Whatever. Yeah, because kids know? are like, cartoons? But what are kids those? don't have money. They're influenced by advertising, but they're actually not making the decisions. So yeah. it's up to the mom or dad who's in the store to say, you're not having Captain Crunch. My mom did it. Your mom can do it. And that is your Don McLean moment. <laughs> Mike, thank you for another fun game. You guys, we're done here. We've got a little bit of time. Yeah, we do. So. That's why I was That's... telling the story about my mom and grape nuts. So we've got just enough time to say that we don't have winners and losers on Game Show Roulette. We've oh. got winners and consolation oh, Dawn, prize you winners. Did get a prize. So well, Don won. Or no, sorry, you won. I Bradley, won. So, no, Don did win. <laughs> Don won this. And from Ventura, a jumbo wheel Pullman and Dazzle. You won the takeaway You got a wheel. They got a what piece of, of luggage. It's a piece of luggage okay. from Ventura on wheels. Then, yeah, okay. Ventura. Congratulations. So now you can take that luggage. Prize. She already has one of those. She was traipsing around the fair. It oh, took forever. Oh, my gosh. Here he talks about it now. At the end of the show, you didn't tell me at the time. I'm like, am I slowing you down? And you're like, no, girl, No, I'm fine. not saying you were slowing me down. I'm just saying you got one of them wheelie bags <laughs> that you just won. So now you got two. <laughs> okay. But now she's going to take her big-ass backpack out of here. Why isn't that gone already? Usually she takes that out in the previous break. I just didn't do it. <laughs> And she'll usually say, I'm out of here. Bye. But then she comes back anyway. Dawn, we got to go. Up next.